welcome back to Off Topic with Caitlin and Linnea. And today we're going to be talking about David and Goliath. This is a study that I just recently finished going through in 1 Samuel. Um, and I just thought it would be a really cool topic to talk about. We're going to be talking about David's strength and reliance on the Lord and how in life there's going to be battles and giants that sometimes we feel like we can't face, but God can strengthen us through that. All right, guys, let's get off topic. All right, guys, as we said in the intro, we're going to be talking about David and Goliath. Um, I really like this topic, and I really like this book of the Bible. Um, First Samuel has a lot of good, like, insight and wisdom on, like, just talking about Saul and all that type of stuff. I can't remember anything now, but I guarantee it is a good book to go through, um, a, like, a really big theme in this chapter is just talking about um, <clears throat> the reliance David had in the Lord. And I was like thinking about it. And as I was studying this, I was thinking about like how in my life right now, that's been something I've really needed to work on is just relying on the Lord's strength. And so we just thought it'd be a really good one to talk about. Um, yeah, just kind of starting off, I think like thinking about like, you know, David and Goliath is a chapter in the Bible where it talks about how there's like this big giant, he's with Philistine, he's like trying to, you know, become like the greatest person, he's ma- mocking um, the other people and trying to be like, you know, I'm the best, greatest thing, and they were kind of scared to like attack him, but David was like, you know what, I have the Lord on my side, and I think like thinking about how <clears throat> David was just so ready to fight Goliath, and Sometimes I feel like in life when you have like a battle or there's like a trial and things like you feel like there's all these things on like one side, you can't get past it. But like just remembering that God's on your side is like one of the most important things to think about. I think like with this too is just remembering that there's like confidence that comes with the Lord being on your side and that like you're not alone. And when you go into battles and struggles like this, like it's not a fight that you're doing by yourself. My main thing that I really took away from First Samuel 17 specifically was just like how much he really relied on God. Like he knew how small he was compared to the giant, mm-hmm. but he also knew how big God was and that when he let God help him fight his battles, he knew that he would win. He knew that no matter what, that everything would work out in God's favor and in his favor. And one verse from First Samuel 17 that kind of goes along with this said, But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. He said, when I, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to the pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from the Philistine. Mm -hmm. And I think that just shows, because let's be honest, like if he, if he didn't, you know, have God in his life, he would never have gone after Goliath. He would have never taken him down and you know, Goliath would have just had his little reign of terror for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. But because he's had God with him in a trial before in his life, and God has brought him through it and rescued him from the mouth of a lion or the mouth of a bear, mm-hmm. you know, he knew that he would do it again. And that's just that just goes into, like, saying, like, 
just because you've been through a trial before, like, that doesn't, that shows that God has brought you through it before and he can do it again. Mm -hmm. And just remembering it. And, like, I think when you go through a trial, it can be so exhausting because you're like, oh, I just went through this. Now I've got this again. Mm -hmm. And now I've got this again. And it's like we get so wrapped up in, in the trial and the issue itself that we kind of forget, like, you know, I've been in this scenario before, and yeah, I just went through this, but I also just got out of it because of God and because of, um, you know, putting Him first and remembering that He's so much bigger than our problem and so much bigger than our issue and that we can't do it alone. I mean, the main thing that the thing that I like wrote down on my paper and highlighted was you may not be bigger than Goliath, but God is, and that the battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. Mm -hmm. And once we lay that down, and I know that, like, I feel like this is said so often, but truly once you let God be in control and you stop trying to control the situation, because in reality you can't, and once you just let that go and let Him work in it and let Him do what He needs to do, then at the end of the day, it'll all work out in the end because he knows what's best. He sees things that you don't see. Mm -hmm. He knows things that you don't know. And at the end of the day, if you try to figure it out on your own, it's not going to work out and you're not going to solve the problem. And if you do, you're not going to solve the problem the right way. Mm -hmm. I think like one thing that like I'm constantly reminded of, reminded of excuse me, is that like when we go through battles, a lot of the times it's like you feel confident enough to get through it by yourself. And I think what's so interesting about this like testimony from David is that he was like, all right, Lord, I automatically need you like immediately to help me. Yeah, he didn't even question it. And he didn't he was question like, it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be worried about it because I have God. Mm -hmm. And that's like one thing that stands out to me about like, David is that he was like, okay, I have the Lord on my side. Like it was just already ingrained into his heart. He's like, I know the Lord. I love how it says um, in this chapter, it talks about the Lord of hosts. And I think like, I just, I love that like description of God because it's like the Lord of hosts. Like he is like the Lord above all. And David was just like, okay, God, I want to be sent and I want to do this. Like with you by my side like he already knew that like it was the will of God to have him fight Goliath and so like I think when we go through trials like of our own like Caitlin was talking about is like you know God's already there and he's going to be fighting with you but you have to remember not to like try to do it by yourself because I feel like a lot of time even in my own life like there will be something that's going on or like I'm struggling with something or like there's, you know, or like a friend that I know is going through something. And a lot of times it feels so easy just to like want to try and figure it out yourself rather than like <clears throat> working on it with somebody or having like an accountability partner. And it's like it might not be like a giant, like let's say is like an example, like it doesn't have yeah. to be a huge thing. But there's, like, things in life where it's, like, it could be something that's building up where you're just, like, I don't know what to do. Like, Caitlin and I were talking about, like, finances and stuff. And, like, sometimes that's a thing to battle because, like, I have car problems right now. Like, the Lord is just giving me opportunities to rely on Him financially. And so it's just, like, I want to fight it and just be, like, I'm going to fix this. Like, I'm going to make this much money back. Like, I have to do this. But also, like, 
sometimes things are just going to happen. And so it's like, I need to remember that, like, I have to rely on the Lord for this to, like, provide for me because I can't do it on my own. Like, there's, you know, I can work hard and take steps of action to do things. But, like, God's going to provide for you regardless of, like, if you, like, if you try to, like, do it by yourself or not, if that makes sense. Yeah. That kind of goes into, like, a question that I have, and it was, like, how do you fight your Goliath? Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but, like, do you actually fight it? Or do you just try and ignore it and run from it? Like, that, those are both, like, I think very good questions mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Like, how do you, how do you deal with that? Do you, do you run from it? Do you ignore it? Like, because at the end of the day, running away from the problem and ignoring it, it's not going to make it better. If anything, it's going to make it worse, which it kind of goes into something else that I had written down and, like, talking about how... A lot of the times our issues can start off small and they don't seem like giants at first. Mm-hmm. And if we don't ask God for help and if we just keep on ignoring it, it tends to just kind of like fester and just grow into this giant. Big and thing, like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you don't think it's going to be anything big. But if you just ignore it and try to make it go away without actually doing anything about it, it's just going to end up being 10 times worse. And you don't think it at the time. And I'm completely honest with you. You're not going to think like, oh, this won't be anything. Like, I'll be fine and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But at the end of the day, in reality, it ends up being so much more worse because you don't deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in any relationship, in anything going on in your life, in a job, you know, if you don't deal with that, if you don't talk about it, if you don't ask God for help, or, you know, for direction, mm-hmm. it's just going to keep getting worse right. and worse in anything that you do, in any relationship, in any friendship, you know. And in, in school, like, if you're in a situation or with a person or, you know, dealing with an issue that is just bad and you just are, like, ignoring it and putting on your little rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. and looking through that, that, you know, it's just... <clears throat> It's just going to get worse. And at the end of the day, you can't run from your problems. Mm-hmm. And you can't fight it by yourself. Like, the thing is, like... Yeah, well, that a- goes into, like, what the question. Like, how do you fight? Do you mm-hmm. fight it alone? Mm-hmm. Like, are you choosing to, like, fight it on your own? And you are you trying to do it, like, with your own strength? Because, like, we are strong people. Like, the Lord has given us, like, our own strength. But He also, like, we talk about this a lot. He gives us opportunities to be strong. And so there's, like... Is this an opportunity that you are going to choose to, like, oh, I'm going to do this by myself and I'm going to fight this giant? And, like, that might backfire on you and you might realize, like, okay, I need to, like, have an army of, like, Christians around me. I need to have people come alongside me. And I think that's, like, another big thing, too, is, like, going into, like, thinking about Christian community and, like, who you're surrounding yourself with. Because, like, when you're really struggling with something— it's easy to, like, isolate yourself in that. Or, like, if there's a sin struggle, like, to be, like, this is, like, I'm ashamed of this, or I don't know how to feel about this, or I just, I don't think I can change. And that's, like, your Goliath. Like, it's your big battle that, like, you don't know how to defeat. And so you just feel weak. Like, in in this, like, chapter, like, it talks about how David was one of eight sons from Jesse, and, like, God sent Saul to go choose him out of all the other brothers, like, there was, you know, he, like, needed to be anointed by the Lord. And so God was, like, 
talking to Saul and Saul was like, is it this one, Lord? Is it this one, Lord? And he was like, no, this is not the one. And so like thinking about how God chose David, like the smallest, like the shepherd boy, like the thing is like, even though he was just a shepherd boy and he was younger than the rest, like he didn't let that define him. And so like, he didn't let like his status, I'll say of like being younger, being just the shepherd boy, being like the, you know, not seen as like the most powerful, like define him because David was like, the Lord has delivered me already. So why won't he be able to deliver me now? And I think like having a mindset of like, you're not in a position like, what's the word? Um, Like you're not the victim, you know what I mean? Is like, you're not a victim to like your sin or like to the things that you're struggling with because you can fight against it. And like, there's opportunities for you to fight against it, like with the Lord and like have people come alongside you, you know, and like, I don't know. I just feel like with this chapter, like it just talks so much about like deliverance. And like, I think when we think of our like struggles and our giants, like we can't already assume that we're going to lose the battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that kind of goes into something I was talking about in my communications class where, you know, if you have this mindset of like, I'm going to fail, I'm going to lose, you're going to end up losing in the end. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so true. You don't even realize it, but like, it's so true. But um, kind of talking about, like, fighting your battles and not doing it alone, I had this thought when I was taking my notes out earlier, and it's like, you know, fighting your battles alone and dealing with it on your own, it's like trying to put together a puzzle without having all the pieces. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you have somebody out there that has the pieces that you need, and you don't realize it and you think that you've just lost it and you just start stressing yourself out trying to find these puzzle pieces and all these things and trying mm-hmm. to put it together. But you never can put it together because you don't have them. You mm-hmm. didn't lose them. You never had them. You, like, never had it in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it kind of goes into, you know, God knows everything. He knows all things, everyone, what will happen, what has happened, and all the stuff that we can't see because we never have that information and we're not supposed to. So, you know, he has those puzzle pieces that we need. He's the one who knows how to work through these problems. You know, you could go and talk to any person in the world, but at the end of the day, they're not going to have all the information that God does. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, like I said, when I think of fighting a battle on your own, It's like trying to put together a puzzle that you don't have all the pieces to. Mm -hmm. And I think with, like, fighting the battles, like, in, like, it talks about, like, when, what I was talking about earlier is, like, is your identity and, like, is your identity in your struggle? Or, like, are you, are you naming yourself as, like, I always get stuck in this so I never can change. Like, I'm never going to be able to defeat it, you know? Because I feel like even in my own life where I was just like, I'm never going to be able to do this. Like, I just can't. And I know I can't. Like, what you're talking about is like this mindset of failure versus like a mindset of like, okay, I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because there's like, there's so much power that comes with Christ. And like, this is like me just preaching to myself right now, because it's just like, I barely know what I'm doing hardly ever anymore. And I'm just trying to like rely on the Lord to like, give me strength. But also it's so frustrating sometimes because I'm like, you're giving me opportunities to be strong rather than just being like, boom, the Holy Spirit just like, give me those like, like, you have to fight it because like Satan tries to come into your life and like defeat you in specific things. And like, I feel like lately I've just been struggling with like that feeling of like discouragement or like, 
lack of community. So that means like I'm a lack of a person because nobody wants me or like, you know, it's just like the lies that you believe. But that's like, I know that's not true because the Lord has blessed me with people who love and care about me. So it's how am I going to defend myself and my name is like a daughter of the king versus like what Satan's trying to tell me. And so it's like, that's something where I feel like with this, like when you're struggling with something, like you can't go through it alone. Like we are made to struggle together. Like as brothers and sisters in Christ, we're made to like go through things together and to fight our battles together. Like the Bible talks about like the, like mourn with those who mourn and celebrate, you know, like rejoice with those who rejoice. So it's like, when you're going through something, I feel like don't let that become your identity and don't let it defeat who you are as a person because there's so much more to you than just like a sin struggle or, you know, whatever, whatever like Goliath is in your life. Like it doesn't define who you are because you're able to get through things because the Lord's always like always already with you. Yeah, I think that kind of goes into like not letting labels define you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, David was defined as a shepherd boy, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day... Now he's defeated a giant. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that that doesn't define who he is. God does. God defines who we are. He, you know, we're supposed to live our lives through him and follow him as an example. And something I was listening to, well, we went, my boyfriend and I went to the well, and it's like this little youth group basically for um, college students. Like young adults group. Yeah. I can always say that. I say it's a youth group for for college (laughs) students. But anywho, um, and they were just kind of, like, talking about how, like, like, woman wasn't made in in Adam's image. We were made, every person was made out of God's image. Mm -hmm. Um, We were (laughs) supposed to um, follow him and follow in his footsteps. And at the end of the day, we aren't what other people say we are. We're not... You know, the, the the trials that we face, you know, I think people like to define David as the guy who defeated Goliath. But at, at the end of the day, I don't think that's how he sees himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously I never knew him personally, mm-hmm. but it's like you can't let just the not just the failures define you, but also like your your highs in life. You can't let mm-hmm. that define you because that's not who you are. Like. Right. Like, it's like, if you think about, like, sports and stuff, it's like... I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Maybe think I'm, like, all the kids who, like, basically live in their hometown for the rest of their lives. And, like, the state champion from, like, when they were in high school 20 years ago. Do and you remember like, that? Caitlin did this, like, when she was seven? Wow. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. like, you can't, like, yes, you did that, but, like... Just because of one success, it doesn't define you. One failure, it doesn't define you. And I think that's something, like, in our society, it's just, like, this is what this person did, like, cancel culture will say. Because, like, you can do one thing, and you're, like, like yeah. the biggest thing. It's, like, that was the stupidest thing. Let's never let them have, like, a platform ever again. Or there's, like, this idolization of, like, new people. So it's, like, you are the new big thing. But it's just, like, it's this culture of, like, trends of, like, you are amazing. You are not anything. It's, like, so why would you let like, what people say define you. And, like, that just kind of, like, goes into, like, talking about how, like, worldly things are so temporary. Like, you being defined by a child of God is something that lasts forever. Like, your title in your work, your title in school, your title in a sport Mm -hmm. isn't going to last forever. Like, that, that's not how it works. And when it comes to, you know, being a child of God, that is forever, you're forever attached to that. You are forever a follower of Christ, and, like, you've always got that. Mm-hmm. But, but Sorry, you go. <laughs> no, you go. I think, like, 
Like when you when you let like world standards define who you are, like what are you laughing <laughs> Sorry, for? Sorry, I was just that wondering you have you ever had a time where <laughs> <laughs> she keeps getting sidetracked by that. Have you ever had a dream where you where you could anyways, but I think like when you let your identity be defined by your struggle or what you can't do, I feel like that's where your mindset becomes so negative and defeated. That's what you be, you end up becoming that. Yeah, you like you know, what you is are, it? You are what you, you know, eat. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? You remember the movie Soul? Like, once you become, you know, like, with the guy who plays jazz and, like, how there's, like, those. I never saw You've never movie. seen that. But there's, like, these little monsters that, like, people turn into because it's, like, I'm doing nothing with my life. I don't know what I'm doing. And they just get trapped in, like, this hamster wheel of, I hate my job. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this. Like, I, they just are but so defeated. But they don't do anything. But they can't really do anything about it until, like, one person reaches out, essentially, is, like, kind of what it, like, they have to be saved by something. And so it's, like, that's where, like, the Lord comes into play. Like, he's going to save you from that. But also, like, it's, like, there's other people who can see your struggles, and you have to let other people. I'm getting to the point, Caitlin. <laughs> She's looking at me with, like, what on earth? But, like, you have to also be willing to... Like, be helped, if that makes sense. Like, you have these struggles that you can't do by yourself. So other people, if they, if they like, point something out in your life, you can't be like, no, I'm fine. And, like, you know deep down that you're struggling with sin or you're struggling with this, like, defeated feeling. Like, there's other people around you who have wisdom and who have, like, guidance. Maybe that's, like, the Lord putting somebody in your life to, like, help you get through that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it kind of just makes me, like, you talking about that makes me think of, like, how people are, like, Oh, I've got this issue. Woe is me. I wish I had somebody to help me. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're given help and people are like, what can I do? Like, you know, trying to help them. And they're just like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, they just want the attention, you know. And at the end of the day, they're not going to, they're going to end up regretting that in the end. It's like the boy who cried woof. Mm-hmm. Wolf. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> the boy who cried wolf. The boy. It's like the boy who ca- cried wolf. Like at the end of the day, it's gonna end up biting you in the butt. <laughs> Anywho, um, I think like another big thing that stood out to me from this is I said. Um, that in life there will be giants and battles we will face, but regardless of what people think, say, or anything else, we have a strong and faithful Father who protects and strengthens us. And they cannot, nobody can change that. Right. And no like, one can you, change you that. You can't change God's will for your life because it's God's will. It's not your will. It's not Linnea's will. It's not Caitlin's will. It's like, it's what you desire. It's not your parents' will. It's not your teacher's will. Right. It's not like, your boss's will. There's things that God specifically puts in your place as a giant. And I feel like that is the truth because God gives you opportunities to rely on him and to be strengthened and to like I think that like you can't change God's will but you can change your perspective on how you respect who God is and like what he's planning to do with your life so it's like yes there's these trials and things but like God is still going to be faithful through it all and like and he has a purpose in it and he has a purpose it really is all about like you said it's like it's a lot about perspective and how you see things because you can look at it from a negative standpoint Mm -hmm. and that's what you're going to get out of it right and it could be a negative standpoint of like well God's doing this because he hates me God's letting me like why am I struggling with this why do I feel so defeated why can I not get past like this spot in my life you know like, like god doesn't love me right blah, blah, blah. and it's so it's just like but that's just not true he's doing it because he loves mm-hmm. you and that's like where you know like sometimes when your parents give you like tough love it's like you're grounded it's like but i didn't do anything yes you did and they're giving you a consequence for it because they love you like they don't want you to mess up again so you have to deal with like the consequences of your actions but also like 
it's not because your parents hate you. It's not because they want to, like, see you get upset and not be able to do things with your friends. Or, like, I was grounded so much as a kid. Like, I was just always doing things that, like, I was just, like, I just didn't care. And so, like, looking back now, I'm thankful for that discipline, even though, like, I don't want my parents to know that. <laughs> it's like I hated being, like, disciplined. But, like, they're still wrong. <laughs> like, parents are never right. <laughs> no. But, it, like, it grew me to who I am now because it gave me the understanding of, like, you have to experience, like, okay, I did this and this was wrong. But, like, they corrected me with love. Yeah. No. I mean, that kind of, like, goes into, um, I'm not going to name names or name schools or anything but there is this school in my area and they the kids there were always doing these bad things you know and like teachers and people knew about it but they never punished them and I was talking about my hairdresser with it (laughs) and we were like you know I'd rather you know have somebody tell me I'm doing something wrong so I can fix it now as opposed to like being an adult and like making a dumb mistake and driving drunk and killing someone and going to jail for the rest of my life you know Mm -hmm. being told and disciplined as a young child that's being implemented into me to know that this is wrong and that I shouldn't be doing that Mm -hmm. you know and that there are consequences to your actions but if kids who aren't taught that Mm -hmm. and aren't you know upheld with punishment they end up, you know, turning out into these... They end up getting worse punishment as an adult. Right. And I think, like, one thing, too, is, like, with, like, situations like that, it's just, like, you have to remember that, like, when you go through these things, like, it's for a reason that, like, God's going to be doing it for a reason. Like, there's trials and he there's, like... wants you to learn something. Right. And so, like, with the trials and things that we do struggle with, like, remembering that, like, like having the having the identity of, like, what... David had like his identity was like in the Lord and he knew like before anything else he was like okay God like let's go do this together like it wasn't a fight by himself and he like he just automatically knew that God was going to be with him and that's he's why like, he wasn't afraid like the Lord of hosts has strengthened me and he's going to deliver me from the hand of the Philistine like how powerful is that knowing that like the creator of the world is going to be with you, like, through the battles that you go through. Yeah, I know. If I had if I had to go into a battle, I'd be terrified. I said, please choose someone else. It ain't me. You got the wrong person. Uh, that's, yeah, I just think, like, like, there's things that, like, we have to go through, and sometimes it's not fun, but also, like, regardless of what we feel, I just, like, it's a good reminder to know, like, God's going to be faithful to you, even when you sometimes, like, struggle with being faithful back to Him. Yeah, and you can't rely on feelings. You may feel scared. Does not mean you should be scared. Mm -hmm. Does not mean you have something you actually need to worry about, but, and that's where, like, relying on feelings can become such, like, a bad thing and, Mm -hmm. you know, take you down a terrible path. Mm Kind of, like, one last thing I wanted to talk about is um, I wrote down, you don't have to have a status to do something powerful and amazing for the Lord. And if you think of David, like, he was one of eight sons. He was, like, the younger guy, the shepherd boy. The bottom of the barrel. (laughs) Like, the last pick, essentially. Crumb of the crack. (laughs) Okay, Caitlin. But, like... He didn't really have a name. Like, he was just David the shepherd boy. But God saw him as, like, this is my warrior. Like, this is my son. Like, I am going to use him. And, Mm -hmm. like, in life, we don't have to be super famous. We don't have to be super rich. We don't have to be popular. We don't have to, like, build a name for, like, oh, Linnea White, she did this. Like, that's not who I want to be. I, like, God is going to strengthen you and equip you for what he wants you to fight in. And I think that's a really important thing. Like, your status is what we were talking about earlier. Is like, it's not important because that's not going to be something in heaven. Like, oh my gosh, Linnea made it to heaven. Like, 
party. That You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's just another person, you know? And so, like, we can have confidence in the Lord, and we can have, like, our identity can be in that, and we don't have to doubt that, like, God's not going to be with us. Like, David didn't doubt that God was going to be with him. Like, he's he was, like, proud of God. He was, like, proud to have him as his God. You know what I mean? And I think, like, having that mindset of, like, I am proud to that God is my savior and like he's Not fighting hiding it. Right. And like he's fighting these battles with me and like I'm rooted in Christ. So it's just like I think kind of like Yeah, I mean you notice he when he went into like the battle, he wasn't like he didn't just keep it to himself that mm-hmm. he knew God mm-hmm. was gonna deliver him. He like he told, told, him, told like, everyone. I know God's gonna He could have gone me. into that battle just like having it in his head like I'm going to be okay. God's got me. Mm-hmm. And just, like, not said anything. He Or he could have even, like, you know, had that in his mind and been and just told everyone, like, oh, I'm just that good, you mm-hmm. know, taking full credit. But at the end of the day, that's not what we're supposed like, to do. It's like he just glorified the Lord with, like, yes, there was this big giant, but, like, God glorified him as well. Like, he like, not glorified him, but, like, he gave him, like, he, like— exalted him above other people because he chose him specifically like sometimes god's gonna choose you to fight a giant that you don't want to fight that you might not always best to choose the the first place person right and i think like god being sovereign and having that plan already for our lives is like so reassuring like even that's where i struggle sometimes because i really don't like i have been praying i'm like lord just put me in a direction like send me some sort of direction like open a door close a door that's like you don't want me to walk through. So, like, there's this new door in my life where I could, like, potentially do this really cool thing, but I'm also, like, do, you know, it's going to be something I pray about a lot, and, like, is this even something you want me to take a step to? So it's just, like, I wouldn't consider that a giant, but I would say that's something that, like, I need to rely on the Lord to be faithful in. Just remembering, like, God chose you for a reason, and, like, just because you don't think that you're qualified doesn't mean that you're not Mm -hmm. and like there's a very specific reason so like if God chose you for that you have to have the mindset of like I was made for this like Mm -hmm. God chose me for this and I'm going to do it Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be okay and it's all gonna work out in the end Mm -hmm. and I think just remembering that whenever you know you're being chosen for something you may not feel qualified for it doesn't mean that you're not qualified right and maybe that's something that like god has been building you up for your whole life Mm -hmm. like he's been strengthening you he's been giving you like excuse me like all these things to like grow you into like it's like a preparation period of like okay like he's ready she's ready like it's go time like the lord's gonna give you this and maybe it's like maybe that's a really hard thing or maybe that's a really new exciting like job opportunity or like relationship or friendship or new like life opportunity and so i think like having the mindset of like the lord is going to provide for me and like i already know god's on my side regardless of what i'm going through or regardless of what's going to happen i think that's where we can be the most faithful to the lord because we're worshiping him with our future and like giving him that and not like being fearful about it. And that's something I personally need to keep working on because it's very hard not to just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to cry about it. I just, it's like, it's hard to trust the Lord because we want to be in control. I think like ending like this episode of just like that reminder of like, God is going to be faithful to you. And he's going to bring you through like the battles and like, he's going to help you defeat the Goliath in your life. But you also have to like, be faithful to him. Right. You have because, to be like, willing. God's not just going to completely bless you if you don't even, like, you know, believe in him and anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, 
you know, give him something and he will reward you. Right. I feel like once, like when you become a Christian, you're like giving him your life. And so like, that's the biggest like gift you can give to the Lord is like your heart is like you're accepting his like freedom. Yeah. And like, and you, like remembering you can't buy his love, you know, you right. can't buy. It's not a work system. Like you, you get to be loved by the Lord. Like you don't have to be, you know, it's like we have, we have a gift of like salvation. And I think that's like so important to remember is like salvation is a gift. I was talking to my friend about that this summer. She was like, really rely, like remember that like salvation is a gift and what that looked like in your life. And so I would just say like, if you guys are struggling with something or if there's like, you feel like there's a giant or Goliath or this struggle or sin problem or just defeated feeling that like, there's a clear example of God being able to defeat it easily, just like in a heartbeat. And so knowing that like, you don't have to be this perfect person. You don't have to be the best Christian. You don't have to know like everything about the gospel, like, you know, or about life. Like God is still going to provide for you, but you also have to like trust in him. And I think that's really hard to do as Christians sometimes because we like, we already know God is faithful, but you have to remember like, I have to be faithful for him in order for him to also be faithful back to me because it's just, it's like, it's a relationship. It's not a one-way street where, like, you get one exactly. thing and he gets the other. And I think, like, something to really remember is that no no Goliath is too small to ask God for help. And no Goliath is too big. You know, it's, you can't, you can't go into this mindset of, oh, it's no big deal. Like, I don't need him. I've got myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. No issue is too small. No issue is too big. Like, God Mm -hmm. is always there, you know. And I, like, whenever I think of it in my head, I like to just picture him as, like, just almost like the Santa Claus type of character, (laughs) like a big jolly guy who's just so excited and just wants to help you. Like, he just wants to be there for you, and he's always just got, like, you know. Like, open arms, and he's just, like, friendly. Like, the Lord is there for you, and, like, he's going to get you through the struggles. So, be encouraged by that, and thank you guys for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. Um, we're kind of coming to, like, a close, I would say, soon, like, coming into December and then going into January. We've been kind of, like, on and off a little bit because Caitlin and I have just been so busy with life, but we'll try to be more consistent with our, like, uploading of episodes and things like that. Yeah, I think we'll probably take a break about... Um, probably, the like middle January or something like well, that. Well, probably towards, like, middle, end of... December, I think, mm-hmm. is what we did last year yeah. during more like Christmas break area type. Mm-hmm. And then and then we'll be back in the new year, which will be exciting. But yeah. um, if you have any like suggestions as to um, topics or anything like that or something that's, you know, you feel like God is has on your heart and, you know, you'd like to hear some. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be putting our Instagram below and we also have a TikTok that I'll put below as well. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.